Hi, I'm Emma. I'm a Baltimore-based artist, and you are watching 100 Miles From Home. I don't remember the night, but this feeling got me thinking we could be good and die. We fall back where we Hey everyone, and thanks for coming back for the fifth episode of Hunter Moss from Home. Uh, I've said this before, but I'm going to reiterate it because it, it's 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 always good to say. Like the the best thing about this podcast is being being able to talk to people that I haven't talked to in a long time. And to my right here, we have Garden Head, aka my longtime friend Emma here. Hello. As you heard, she's a Baltimore-based artist. How's it going? How have you been? I am great. Great, great. You good know. to hear. How's your summer so far? It's a uh, a long one. Yeah, yeah. I feel like. This summer is going to be long, but then like short or, or uh, short at the same time. Like I realized that as we're recording this, like, it's almost the end of June. I know that blows and my I, mind. Like, like the Fourth of July is this weekend, yes. and I was like, "Wait, where did the time go?" I know. But then it seems like it's trudging yes. at the same time. Yes, so. I agree. And also, I feel like June is usually a really hot month, and it's been very cool. Yeah, it's like weird. It'll be like cool, and then just days like today that are just ungodly. Like it's awful. It's awful. Terrible. Just stay inside, honestly. Please. But yeah, no. The the reason I wanted to have you on is is because I wanted to represent people uh, that did different things besides just music. I mean, everyone except for last week uh, with Chef Harry was uh, a musician. So mm -hmm. I wanted to do someone like Harry that did something physical medium, and then you. It made sense too to do physical medium art, especially with you, based primarily right in ceramics. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Talk to us a little bit about how you got onto ceramics. I know you've done a ton of different art over the oh, years. Yeah, definitely. And music as well, too. But, like, what drew you to that and kind of walk us through, like, the the preliminary things about ceramics and maybe things that people don't know about yeah, ceramics? Yeah, definitely. Um, I started, well, first I needed the credit. And so I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll take ceramics one. And, of course, it was fucking hand-building. Sorry, people that enjoy that I did not um but after that class I was like okay I actually really like clay it was actually super therapeutic and stuff like that but I kept seeing people throw on the wheels in the studio and I was like I want to fucking try that like I really want to try that so I took ceramics too and I fell in love um and it was yeah love at first touch well there you go <laughs> it's cool too like it's it's cliche but it's always like you say college like you go for one thing and then you do different things and then it seems like that's truly how it was for you were you always kind of in the mind that you when you were going to school or continuing education or even just in the future like with mm -hmm. working that you always wanted to be in some form of a creative space yes definitely i originally was actually going to be like a human ecology major okay. but um Obviously, things turned out differently. <laughs> right, right. Um, and then I was thinking of doing sculpture, but obviously when I took ceramics, I kind of had to rethink all of that. Right, right. Ceramics is so interesting, too. I feel like it's like one of those things that's like always like, there's always like an episode of like a Disney Channel show or yes. something where like they're in yes. ceramics class and yes. like things go crazy know, and stuff like that. What's it like, like once you actually got into the class and you're working on the wheel and stuff like that, like... I'm sure, like, you had some of those expectations, like, from things like that. Oh, what definitely. Was, what was, like, the difference of, like, okay, I'm actually I'm on there, and I'm yes. actually, like, using it and, yes. and touching the clay and stuff like that? Yes. Well, um, my classmates are all little old ladies, and they are super intimidating. So when I first started doing it, 
I was so afraid that I would sit in one of their wheels and get yelled at because they have specific wheels that they all sit at. Um, but once I got to know them, they were so kind and so had so much knowledge to like tell me and I learned so much because of them and I'm so so lucky were they like gatekeeping a little bit like, yes like look at this young head that's coming Literally. in and trying to get and I was like, like I'm sorry I, wheel four has been my wheel for 30 <laughs> years how dare you and literally though yeah. sorry Linda but yeah it's okay it's mm -hmm. such a such a that's the name I would expect. The, the yeah. Name. And, and yeah. no offense to any Linda's oh, yeah. out there, but we uh, would uh, smoke cigarettes out back together. Again, right, very on the nose. It's that's incredible. Marble reds. Damn, Linda's kind of a badass. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So then, once you were well, first off, I guess they were just doing it just for fun, kind of. Yes. Like at the, at the yeah, college, as a yeah. hobby, and like it just amazed me because they were in there like five days a week like pushing out stuff after stuff like they'd be making bird baths and then another woman would be making like a dinner set and mm. it's just wild to see all of that in one place because that is a lot of hard work and it's a lot of time and most of them had been doing it for years decades years, years, and years and years and they instilled some knowledge on you once you yes, once you gained their trust yes. and stuff like that we had a friend who was in our class and he passed away um he was really really old but they did it for therapy for his muscles mm. and he was not about it at first and mm. then once he started seeing the pieces come out and what it looked like at the end of it he was obsessed hmm. that's mm -hmm. cool to kind of think about like i guess it is like something that's kind of like uh, this is just me assuming a like low impact and mm -hmm. you're still using your hands and oh working yeah the muscles definitely and yep like that. there it takes a lot of hard work yeah. to like throw 10 pounds on a wheel you'd be surprised that's true that's true yeah solid material mm -hmm. once you're kind of in there and once you do some of these preliminary classes like what about it like really hooked you was it i'd imagine there's like a, a sense of peacefulness when you're yeah. there doing it and yeah, stuff like there that definitely and, and kind of i've always noticed whenever i can do things with my hands like art or, or even like working on this kind of mm -hmm. stuff like it kind of just allows my brain to dissolve some of like the outside stuff and definitely. i use all of like my like brain ram to yeah. like to focus on that is that you think like obviously the creative outlet is too but is that like a big factor once oh, you got yeah, into it yeah definitely you know? i would sneak away to the studio all the time when i was like really depressed just to get away from everything and it helped me so much like doing like the most dumb thing like trimming a pot on a wheel like that just took away a lot of my stress and anxiety mm -hmm. Talk to me about like once like what the actual process is like I guess for people to understand yeah. you do like the I assume like molding or mm -hmm. shaping phase right yeah and then it has to be fired right it, yes it, that way it keeps its yeah. yeah so actually when we first start we start with like lump of clay mm -hmm. um, we shape it and then we take it off of the wheel and we have to let it dry until it's something called leather hard okay. and then you can trim it so you can trim off excess clay you can make like a foot you can do a lot of different things in the trimming stage and then you have to wait until it's bone dry and then <laughs> and then it gets fired for the first time and then you glaze it and then it gets fired for the second time the bone dry process is that just it sits out and kind yes. of like the temperature and, can, and nature does its yes, thing. Yes, and yeah. that can take days. I know a lot of people, um, if they just made a piece, they'll cover it up with a bag so it stays moist until hmm. they can come back and trim it again. But I see. And that takes a long time. You would not expect it to, but it does. Like this whole process can take up to three weeks depending on what you make. Wow, and I guess it's the thing too, like especially like with the way that like the reactions are and stuff like that, that have if you do rush it, if you put it yeah. in the first fire, it's 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 done. -zo. It's either not going to work or it's not going to last. Yes, right? yes, yeah, and yeah. kilns can fire from eight to like 
16 hours wow. depending on the kiln i mean wood firings go for like 24 hours <laughs> i know is that because like the kiln is like so nuclear hot yes. that it just like it needs to cool down too so if you open a kiln when it's at it like peak temperature the pieces will just be in such shock that a lot of them will crack or just be ruined because the glaze hasn't settled does it have to like burn out like mm-hmm. run its course and yep. slowly come yep. down exactly there's things called like cones which will take up a, to a temperature and then down and then i don't know it's bizarre i'm sure it's one of those things too that like you may go in with like some kind of idea when you go and start a piece and kind of as time goes and all the the variables that are with it like it it changes have you i assume you run into that a ton yeah Yeah, definitely like it's a really hard it's just very difficult for me to sit down at the wheel and be like all right i'm gonna make a fucking mug today and then it ends up being like a planter and i would feel so defeated with myself so i just had to like just start sitting down at the wheel and being like, I don't know what I'm making, but here I go. And that's how I just crank out pieces is I just, I don't have expectations when right. I'm there. I guess it's hard to go in. It's kind of like writing a song or something like that, where if you, I've always noticed like if you go in with that idea, oh, yeah. right, that like, that's like the worst way in a creative endeavor at times yes. to kind of go into it, right? When you have like such these high yes. expectations, because yeah. you kind of put yourself in a box like yes. a little bit, right? And there's not as much pressure either. Yeah, when you're just kind of on the fly, like, yeah. whatever happens, happens. Do you feel like some of your best work has come in situations oh, like that? Oh, definitely, yeah. yes. Like, oh, my God, I made a set of these beautiful planters that I did not mean to make identical, but it just happened, so. I know you said to me one time, too, that you, like, uh, I think you said, like, at your mom's house, you have a crude, like, a... Yes. Hundred, and I, yes, I'm, I I'm hyperboling, like, hundreds <laughs> of, of planters yes. and stuff yes. like that. But I joked, and I said to you, I bet that makes, like, the holidays pretty easy, oh, it right? it seriously yeah. does. Like, my uncle, I give him a different piece of mine every year for mm-hmm. Christmas, and he recently sent me a picture of, like, the first mug I ever made, and it was hand-built and slab-built and really ugly and gas-fired, um, but I could still see my own style in it mm-hmm. just, like, by the handle, and I thought it was so cool that I kept that around. Yeah. Is that kind of cool to see, like, I guess, since these are all over the years, like, kind of seeing, like, your style develop and also not just that, like, your quality of work, like, the little things that make it yours, mm-hmm. like, over time. It's kind of cool to have, like, that portfolio right there to kind of see and stuff like that yeah yeah i think that's so important too Mm -hmm. is like progress yeah and like reflecting on on things like from the past and Mm -hmm. stuff like that talk to me about like um you've kind of gone into it but what's like the path i guess when in terms of like schooling and then i guess there's things outside of school like is there like workshops and things like that oh yeah and then i assume too it's the thing that i feel like might be hard with pottery and ceramics tell me if i'm wrong it's like uh, I know that you have a wheel at home, but you were mm-hmm. telling me that you don't have, obviously, like, the way to fire it, yeah, right? So kiln. is that kind of a thing where you can rent, like, studio space or time and stuff like yes. that? Yeah. yeah, you can actually rent wheels at, like, Baltimore Clayworks or mm. the Potter's Guild. You just have to, like, contact them and talk to them about it because some of them might be booked up because sure. I know the pandemic, everyone wanted to get back there so, so sure. bad. Um, but I also know that uh, Baltimore Clayworks rents out kiln space so i can always do that as well you pay for the size of thing you put it on (laughs) you could do like the shaping aspect at home and then just pay for just the the hardest part would be 
transferring sure. it because they are so fragile and so right. dry. I have done that before. I took a workshop at my community college and I made a bunch of pieces at home before the class started because I was like, I'm going to get a head start. Right. I broke all the pieces on the way there and I was so upset. And I also had a ton of dirt in my car because of that. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And I guess also you just have to pay for like the uh, cost of materials yes. and things like that. Yes, right, right. and expensive clay is interesting i mean sure. you're paying for yeah. dirt but yeah high-end bougie dirt right? bougie, yeah. bougie dirt yes <laughs> have you is there like a community of people like in the area like i know you were talking about the people the older ladies at the community college but in in the baltimore area and people like our age and stuff like that is there is there like a ceramics and pottery community that is kind of bustling in the city like obviously there are those spaces so there must be right oh yeah yeah um like i said like baltimore clay works and um the Potter's Guild, but also I know a local ceramicist, her Instagram's at Golden Object. She started doing um, classes outside, and oh, wow. one of my best friends attended it, and she had never done ceramics before, and she told me she fell in love with it. And hmm. I was like, hell yeah, girl, get another medium under your belt. Right. That's the cool thing to see, like, through the pandemic and stuff like that, and mm -hmm. we can go into that, too, about kind of how that affected everything. Oh, yeah. Like, um seems like people have been branching out and trying different things. That's kind of a theme that mm -hmm. we've had on the podcast here, talking about people with their creative endeavors. It seems like people that were maybe lapsed and hadn't done them in a long time, that's really seemed like the time to get back to it and stuff like that. Or mm -hmm. people that were into it already that really gave them that push to, to really do that do as something. the world is completely falling oh, apart falling around us. So like, well, yeah. if I'm going to die, I'm going to I might go as well out. do ceramics. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool though i'll be buried with my hoard at my mom's house right. just hugging it <laughs> make like a ceramic coffin people or just like fucking slam my <laughs> right. pots onto my grave right. i would not be upset all right there you go you heard it um <laughs> what was that like though like with with covid and stuff like that because especially in a medium like this where you do need the studio space mm -hmm. and stuff like that obviously you said that you have a wheel yeah. but like the the, the firing aspect like <sighs> How, what were the obstacles and hurdles I'm sure there were with that? I don't know why I thought this was a good idea, but one one summer day, I was like, you know what, fuck it. I am going to try and fire my own piece because I had some glaze that was actually expired um, that I wanted to use on some just hand-built pieces. So I uh, got this old charcoal grill that I didn't use anymore, and I put it in a fire pit in a safe location. Don't do this at home, only professionals. Um, and I put a bunch of wood around it and I lit it and it was lit for like five hours. Hmm. And then I was like, cool, success. And then I opened the lid and my pieces just completely disintegrated. <laughs> I was so upset and so defeated. The way that like the reaction, I guess, happens with like the chemicals or the, the materials like does it have to reach like a certain it degrees that, yes like i know like people that screen print and stuff like that you have to like um i was reading like cure it where like it the ink has to reach like a certain temperature mm -hmm. for the stuff that's printed on the shirt yes. like sink in it's yeah. kind of the same that's exactly way. what happened it, i'm pretty sure it didn't reach the peak temperature or it just got super super hot mm. way too fast gotcha. and the pieces just like combusted like i always think of like did you do the thing in high school where like you had something on the Bunsen burner and then like you weren't allowed to like yes. put water on it and yes. it would like instantly yes. explode. Yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. kind of like the same thing. Yes. Right? Shout out Mr. DeAngelis, 11th grade chemistry class. That's your boy. I did not pass. Um, <laughs> um, a for effort. Yeah, A for effort. Um, 
talk to me about like uh, doing things like commissions and stuff for people. Is that oh, something yeah. that you're currently doing, um, and have you done in the past? And, and kind of what does that yeah. process look like for anybody at home? That yeah, I um haven't been able to do any just because I don't have a kiln, and it's very sad. A few people have reached out to me and asked, and thank you for asking. Um, but I have done a few in the past. I sent beautiful planter set off to one of my best friends in Colorado. And then actually one of my oldest friends, Kesla, her mom commissioned me to make one of the biggest planters mm. I have ever made in my life. And that took me so long and she was so patient and so kind and her reaction made it all worth it too. Yeah. It was awesome. What was that process like? Like when did you know at that point, like when she kind of gave you like what you wanted, were you in your head like, oh shit, this is going to yes. be like one of my bigger jobs? Yes. Yeah. She was talking to me and she was like, I want you to make me a planter. And I was like, okay, that's awesome. Like, what do you want? She was like, well, it has to be at least like 20 inches. And I was like, <laughs> like uh, okay. Remain calm. Um, and then I was like, okay, and what about designs? And she was like, I would really like tribal. And I was like, okay, that's nothing I've done before. But like, uh -huh. I am experienced like painting pottery because I worked at a paint your own pottery studio. So I'm familiar with like scraffito is mm -hmm. the technical term for it, where you like apply glaze and scrape it away to make different designs. Right, right. So when she told me all of that, I was like, this is a challenge. <laughs> this is definitely a challenge. Yeah. But I guess that's the good thing about situations like that because it kind of forces your hand, right? Like it, it forces you to kind of be like, Do something all right, different well, I gotta, too. I take this leap of faith. Right? Yeah, I yeah. stepped out of my comfort zone and honestly, it was worth it. So... And then not only like in the finished project, product, but then the reaction yes. that the person received. Yes. Right, right. Oh my gosh. Yes. She had the biggest smile on her face and was just so sweet about it. Hmm. Made my life. Yeah. Tell the people at home where they can find you. Mm -hmm. Obviously, DMs are open, right? Yes. For, for the commissions, right? Oh, yes. um, and stuff like that. And and I know you do post some, some of your work on mm -hmm. there as well and yeah. stuff like that. So let the people know where they can find you. I'm at Gardenhead on Instagram. Check it out. Boom. Just, it's a. Well, you don't need to spell it. We we have the power of technology here. This is actually something. Yeah, it's somewhere <laughs> like around here, right? Usually yes. uh, there. Yeah, yeah there, mm -hmm. there, there. If you don't mind, we have uh, as always some some segments planned. Hell you know, yeah. um, I feel bad. Uh, well, we'll get into this. I I, I you've got drawn the good end of the stick out of everybody. Good. That's all I say. I think some of my well, past guests are going to be a little frustrated that, that Emma is going to. She's going to score here. She's going to yeah, get, like, a good segment. So yeah. Harry pulled, like, the terrible end of the Sorry, stuff. Harry. So, sorry, Harry, but, you know, you eat good food all day. So yeah, it is what it is. yeah so, it's my turn, punk. There you go. If you're ready, we can hop into it. Yeah, I'm totally okay, ready. Okay, we'll be right back. Cool. Okay, and, and we're back from our brief break. Like I said, you know, our past guests, you know, most of them we've, we've treated with hospitality. Harry, not so much. But uh, this is a segment that we've done in the past. Uh, food and drink are very close to our heart, you know, as as is always one, as is, as it is for everyone. Man, I, I cannot speak today. <laughs> so uh, Emma lucked out here, and we're going to do food out again. Let's and this it. time we're going to do an ice cream-based food out, which, uh, you know, is a He's treat for so me too, hype. right? Um we couldn't get the same flavors, you know. We wanted to get not just your generic chocolate and vanilla, yeah. but, you know, these local places didn't have the same. So we, we, we got, you know, crazy flavors, but I think that they're <laughs> going to be good. Cool. And if you want to start, we can do it. So this first one Let's here is, I believe it's called Maryland Mud. Kind of a strange Ooh. name. You have seen it as well. 
here. Oh my uh, God. This is from the Charmery here in, in Baltimore, Maryland. One of my favorite places to get dessert from. I thank you. Here's a spoon. Yes. Um, and if you want, we can uh, kind of just dive right in oh, here. Oh, I'm so down. Uh, before it melts, I'll give you like a little. Okay. Well. Oh, I'm so sorry. For my rude. manners. I was just thinking about the ice cream. Yeah. Mmm. Mmm. I love the crunch. Yes, that's the what I was. That's like say little too. chocolate chips. The texture. I'm a big texture guy. Me too. I'm a fam. I'm a big I fam. wonder why they call it Maryland mud. I guess just chocolate and chunky, like. What makes it Maryland? What makes it mud? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take another bite here. Oh, wait. I think I just had cookie dough. Oh, really? So I think maybe it has like... Excuse me. You are excused. I think I just got some cookie dough too. I think it has like... I'm going to take a big bite. Random like bits of different stuff in it. Mm-hmm. If mm. you had to give it some form of a letter grade. Well, I'm a sucker for chocolate, so... B. B. You heard just it. A solid, not a B plus, just yep. a solid B. B. Okay, B. I uh, I would give it maybe a B plus. The one thing that I don't like, the ice cream in general kind of does this to me, but especially like super rich ice cream like yeah. this is it makes me super thirsty. I get you know, that. You get that. Yes. Too? I don't know what it is, but like I have to have like a tall glass of water, like ice water, yes. while I drink ice cream. For some reason, I always want a glass of milk and then I chug it and then I am so thirsty still after mm -hmm. that. For me, like, I can't do milk because it's just, like, too much dairy or, like, cream oh, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Okay. So, you like that one, Solid B? Fuck with that okay. one. Okay. Cool. Next one we have is, uh, could you refresh my memory of the flavor? You know, uh, you'll Mystery. see it on screen. Yeah. And then where is it from? It's from Baltimore in a Box. Baltimore in a Ooh. Box. Sorry that we forgot the flavor there. You should have seen it on screen by now. But it looks kind of like a funfetti. It kind does. Of, uh, it definitely does. The texture is interesting of this one. Yes. Do you notice that? Sorry that I we have to use our chocolatey spoons. But we'll, I'm not mad. Clean them all. I do kind of notice that it has like a little bit of like yeah. a rigid texture. Oh, look, it's a little like when I picked it up, it was like I don't know the word for it. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Boink. Whoa. Hmm. Not what I was expecting. Same. At all. But I, I can't tell what, what my thoughts are. Definitely kind of like a fun petty vibe. Yes. Mm. Can I tell you my initial thing? Yes. Kind of tastes like medicine. Yes. Like a little like bit a, of cough syrup, like little, cherry yeah, or like something like that. cherry cough syrup. It's like the aftertaste. Yes. Like the first taste is really good. But then I'm getting a little bit of like, yeah, like that artificially. Maybe it's the sprinkles. I That's what I was thinking. Tell. It's kind of like that artificial sugar, which yes. could be the... Yeah, let me just get another that. bite. Yeah. See, like the texture... Oh, look, what is that? There's some, like, cake in it, I think. Wait, this changes everything. Ah, here we go. I have some, too. That's definitely cake or something in it. But it... Yeah. I taste icing. It tastes like if you were to take, like, a vanilla, like, um... Funfetti like cupcake. Yes. And like blend it up with like some vanilla ice cream. Mm hmm I agree. But I think it needed I don't know, it just needs a little, a little too something. sweet for me. Me too. If I had to give it a letter grade, it's it's like a solid C plus. 
D minus. D minus. Wow. See, I wouldn't go out of my way to get it. The Maryland mud, I would. And probably yeah. will. Charmory will be getting oh, my business. Yeah. And, and the other establishment as well. And a waffle cone. Imagine that. Mm. Yeah, and on like a nice hot August night or something. Yes. I just want to be a kid again. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm. So you think that the Charmory's, the Maryland mud has like a little bit of the yes. edge here? Also, I'm not trying to bash on you, but no. like... Not you, but, you know, Baltimore no, box. Yes, but sure. the, the texture is throwing me off a little bit. I know I just said I'm a texture person, but the, it it's needs a to little be the like... Right texture. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I would get it, but I'm I'm interested to see what their other flavors would mm-hmm. be like. I oh, definitely. Know. Is it bad if I go back no, for one more? No, yeah, try it, because that's rich, so I don't know, man. I'm going to balance it out. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm? Do you want to try? Yeah, okay. try some. Which one do you want to try? Mm. Oh. I don't like the way you said that. that. You're like, I like that. <laughs> it sounded like the kid who says, I like turtles. Yeah, I like turtles. <laughs> what are your thoughts, Grace? Off screen? Just going for a second bite. You kind of get what we're saying? Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's the sprinkles. I'm just fucking annihilating this. <laughs> Please, by all means. We, this is so good. The thing that's bad is we had to buy like a whole like carton oh. thing, you know? So oh, no, that is mind. so sad. I know, God. <laughs> Tragic. That'll be my dessert for the rest of the week. Mm, it's delicious. One thing about chocolate, though, it always keeps me up. Hmm. Thing I noticed, I think this might be like a little TMI. Is like whenever I eat something super rich in chocolate like that, it kind of like sits in like the back of your throat. Like it a makes little you mucusy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Almost like same with like chocolate milk. Yes. Does it hardcore yeah. too? And strawberry milk. And strawberry milk. Any milk. Any milk in general. Okay. Well, hey, I'm glad that that this went well. Oh you yeah. Know, even I mean, hey, I will take a D minus ice cream over a jelly bean that might taste like dead fish any day. Fuck that. That so, sounds terrible. Yeah, so. Hey, even when even when you don't get a success, you still have a success, right? Sorry, Harry. It's okay. The next segment that we play, and we we did the last time, and, and I thought it was kind of fun, and, and I like because it's open ended, mm-hmm. is um called my worst. Okay. Okay, and uh, I'm gonna leave it kind of open ended to you. I have a couple different maybe topics that I can point you in, but we kind of are just asking like your worst experience as it regards to like whatever the topic may be. So with you with the ceramics and and with your process. And it being a long process, is there like one big blunder or kind of like ah uh, moment where you just were like, I fucked up super hard yes. and maybe you learned from it, but you thought like the world was ending because of it? Yes. I had a really big market that I was planning on going to and I made a fuck ton of pieces and I had them all on this board, like wooden plank basically that I was going to carry them to, to get fired. And I was in a huge rush, mm-hmm. and for some reason, I just like started like fast walking, walking fast, and um, Power walking. Thank yeah, you. you and excuse me, oh my god, the chocolate. <laughs> yeah, it's coming back. It's kind of delicious. Um, <laughs> but I dropped them all, and they shattered, and I my heart was broken. Oh. I started crying. All the old ladies hugged me, rubbed my back, Thanks, told me Linda. it was okay. I wish they gave me cookies, but I'm not blaming you. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, that's one thing is like I know not to rush myself because sure. whenever I rush myself, I fuck up mm-hmm. and I know I do because I'm overthinking everything. Right, right. Is that one of those things where like when you lay in bed at night and you can't sleep and you're like, staring at the ceiling that just like replays yes. <laughs> over in, yes. in your head? Yeah. Yes. Or my embarrassing dance moves from Youth Center. So. See, I was telling Grace the other day about Youth Center. What a flashback. What a flashback. So the way that I got onto this, and, and this is kind of a series of chain of events, the other day at work, I had this epiphany, and it's kind of a strange epiphany. I mm-hmm. don't know what brought it on me, but yeah. I went, hey, I should watch every old Soldier Boy music video. Oh, my God, yes. Drink that, kiss me through the you. phone. Oh, my God, I love um, that song. You know, Still. Kiss me through the phone, that was topical for 2020. It you know, yeah, that was the that was the vibe. Right. You know what the I mean? Vibe. For any single people out there, it truly was "Kiss Me Through the Phone." I think yes. Soldier Boy was a little ahead of its ahead of his time there. But I was saying that I remember being in the auditorium or like the cafeteria, mm-hmm. right? You know, and you remember there was like pizza and yes. yada yada and stuff yes, like that. And, like soda. and me and my friend sitting there and mm-hmm. just hearing from the gym you. the you and everybody <laughs> just making a beeline there. <laughs> oh. And like, God. you know, 200 middle schoolers hitting the crank that soldier boy. Oh dance. my like, fucking God. Th- I wonder if there were any casualties. <laughs> I think there may have been, dude. There was always like a DJ like up on the uh, Oh yeah. Up on oh, the yeah, thing. Just, oh my God. Actually, one time uh, there was a Cotton Eye Joe contest going on. Yes. And you was like, okay, everyone do the Cotton Eye Joe. And I was like, I have no fucking idea what that is. So I just mm-hmm. started doing like a jig and I fucking won. I Pretty like sure I won an iPod. Is, right? Okay, let's go. Yeah. I feel like that's all you really need to do to the Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> just it's like, just kind of like a like Everyone was jig. kind of like in unison doing it together, and sure. I was just off in the corner alone. Like Maybe that's what gave you the edge. Oh, yeah. It was like just doing your Yeah, you probably thing. felt really bad for me and was like, look at this fucking loser. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Soldier Boy dance. I think that that should make a comeback. I think. Um, yeah. TikTok dances are a big thing now. Like, why can't that why come can't back? Why can't we bring the Soldier Boy dance like, back? Like, juicy sweatsuits are back. Yes. Why can't crank that? All right, Soldier Boy, you heard it. You you are an innovator and a true inspiration. You really are. And I think that you need to uh, to bring it back. Mm-hmm. Speaking of another um, inspirational, iconic person, um, we have one final segment as always. Um, I think at this point, I hope everybody knows what it is. We're always going to do this. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's called uh, Tweet the Rock. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with Mr. Dwayne the Rock? Oh, Johnson? yes, I am. Yes, I feel like everybody at this point, even if they don't know him from the wrestling days, they at least know him from the movies oh, and yeah. stuff like that. Moana. So, no, I'm kidding. Yes, Moana. There you go. <laughs> That's all he's ever done. It's just Moana and like the Tooth Fairy. Yeah. If you look off to your right, I don't know how close it is to you, but I think that oh, there may be a piece of clothing. If you wouldn't mind maybe yeah, grabbing mind. that, yeah. please. And if you could maybe uh, show it to the people at home what we're working with, it is, as always, the New Jersey of the people's champ. And, you know, if you'd like to throw it on, I would, I would be, you know, love that. Um, I think when you have it on, you can really feel the rock's energy channeling through you. Do you feel the power? I feel it flowing. There you go. You can now do all of Moana. So if there's one thing that you could tweet to The Rock, and we will tweet it to him, that you wanted to say to him, what would it be? I can rock a black turtleneck better than you. Wow. 
That is a little bit of shots fired, I think. You're talking about the classic where he has the thing yes, and the yes, with the with the gold chain yes. and the fanny pack, and he's just all like, "It's swag before there was swag." Oh, I, think. I know, yeah. and he doesn't even know it. I'm and coming I think for you. He's he's kind of recreated it recently. I saw on social media people were doing it for Halloween. Oh, that's a like great that. idea. He even had like a little hidden gem in the pictures. He actually has a tissue underneath his arm. Nuh-uh. On the on the railing, so that way he doesn't you know scuff up the, the turtleneck. That's like some big brain boss moves. Smart right motherfucker. Truly is. I guess that moves like that. His mogul moves is what makes yeah. him the man that he is today. Oh yeah. So you're gonna sh- like do shots fired and let him know that you could oh, rock. Fuck the, yeah, um, I am. Those are my shots fired. Okay, boy. you heard it here. Um. If you want, we could get a picture just to, to tweet it to him to yes, let him know. Please. All right. We can uh, send it to Mr. Dwayne. I, I always say, as always, that if um, if we get a reply from him, I have to stop the podcast. So we'll see. I'm hoping that he waits until like we're a couple hundred oh, episodes yeah. deep and then he kind of gives us like the mercy kill. You know yeah. what I mean? Who knows? Maybe he'll be a guest. You know, maybe episode six. Hit us up. That would be sick. I don't know if he's, that's going to happen, but we can we can wish, right? Yes. Okay. What's a cool? Do you want to hit like the uh, the hard yes, style thing? Let's do that like shit. The... Perfect. <laughs> I think he's going to see that and then read the message and be like, "Yeah." He's like, "These I mean, motherfuckers are cool." The jersey, you know, yeah. he definitely rocked the turtleneck too. What if I rocked? The jersey with the turtleneck underneath. Or like a turtleneck jersey. Oh. Like make a modification. We go to like Goodwill or Savers and yes. cut out like yes. a turtleneck and, yes. and, and do That's it. That's a brilliant idea. Well, that might need to be like a, that a might thing. be our first 100 Miles um, merch maybe. Yes. The turtle jersey. Yes. Okay. I think that's Turtle that, jersey. That is a good thing. Well, it was great having you. Thank As you. always, if you want to let the people know where they can find you again yeah. and then your socials and I am at Gardenhead on Instagram. DMs are open for commissions and things like that, right? What up? Yes. yes. As always, you can find all of us online at Instagram at 100 Miles Media. You can find me on Instagram at WoolXGod as well as Twitter at WoolXGod. 100 Miles From Home is an artist-driven podcast coming to you every two weeks on Wednesday, as you've seen this. On a Wednesday, uh, maybe you're not seeing it on the Wednesday, maybe it's a couple of days after, but it's every other Wednesday um, that we drop a new episode focused here on Baltimore Creatives. And uh, definitely have some good ones coming up. I'm sure this won't be the last time we see you no. on 100 Miles From Home and 100 Miles in general yeah. and stuff like that. We Seriously. There's some cool stuff planned that I definitely want you to be a part of. You know, I hate being that guy like the, ha stay tuned, ha <laughs> and stuff like that. But no, you know, um, yeah, it was great seeing you and yeah. we'll, we'll do this again Ditto, soon. Ditto, please. Yes. All right, thanks everyone. We'll see you in two weeks. Peace out. Peace.